the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing more. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Lots going on out there in the world of investing, winning and losing. Oh, I got the most heartbreaking email from a longtime listener. And uh, he starts it off by starting with, hey, old friend. Hello, darkness, my old friend. He goes, it's the potter. I make pots, but retiring slowly. I've amassed a retirement package courtesy of Apple and REITs held for the last 20 years. I'm now drawing Social Security and converting stock and mutual funds to live on in retirement. What worries me is the effect of Trump's tariffs on Apple and my REIT. I envision Apple going to above 200 and splitting again within the next two years. I'm 70 years old. My knees and ankles are giving out. I can see the light at the end of the proverbial work tunnel. And it's an orange-haired boob heading straight for me derail my plan to grow fatter and older should i go half to cash i don't give advice like that and there's so many things i don't know okay so i know you're 70 i know you're in social security i don't know how much you're drawing in social security i don't know how much you make a year i don't know how much you keep a year i don't know what your overall health care costs are a year i don't know what your rent is a year i don't know how much business uh, investment uh investments on the side you've done for retirement i don't know if you're able to save every month i know you make pots for a living i don't know if you could do that in another area that has lower taxes Um, what i bet and i'm going to use your terms because they're almost insulting yourself i had envisioned apple going above 200 and splitting again now that's within the next two years so right there he's saying if Apple goes to 200, that's about a 10% return, roughly. Is that good enough for me? It's good enough for most people, right? With a little bit of a dividend here and there. Now, he's worried about the effect of Trump tariffs on Apple and his real estate investment trust that he has. Uh, I would worry about jobs and interest rates and the effect that they have on the REITs and even Apple. If we're fully employed, we're probably going to be walking around with phones in our hands. If you've looked at a restaurant recently, you're with your sugar booger. She's beautiful. And you look up and you see, oh, everyone's on their phone. (laughs) It's a little disconcerting. But I don't have a good answer for a 70-year-old. And I would hate to, on an email or on a radio show, say, oh, you should be okay. Yeah, I, I, I see Apple doing that. I do see Apple going to 200 and potentially splitting. I don't know if they will or won't. Dow companies tend to kind of go the prestigious route and not 
Um, with that said, I don't have a good answer for you on what I would do. And with REITs, the higher interest rates are going to offset REITs is the assumption. With the strong job market, that will help the REITs. Not totally a push, but it's in the realm of a push. So 800-516-1220, teacher calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. The new week looks set to start on the wrong foot for the bulls. Um, every week we kind of like give Wall Street a story, right? Today, Facebook is down on, in large part, again, this whole, they got caught up with the whole Russia thing. I don't know if they wanted to. I don't know if they thought they would. But the whole Russian election and the U.S. election and tampering, they're down, um, I saw at one point in time, about eight points, about 4%, tied towards, um, you know, their data and how well it was stolen or used without permission as part of an effort to possibly influence voters. There's a lot of supports out there that the EU could subject technology companies like Apple to a 3% tax on gross revenue. <clears throat> There's some people who are upset in the Apple ecosystem following reports. Apple may be designing its own display screens. And the notable weakness in pre-market stories today was the tech is kind of slow. Now, tech last week was a leader. But today with Facebook, with some Apple stories that are less than flattering... And we are moving towards the end of the first quarter. And as we do, we're going to start saying things out loud like, I wonder how Apple did. So there's trade war concerns. There's rising interest rates. There's angst ahead of the Fed Open Market Committee meeting next week. Um, Or actually, that's this week, isn't it? I should look at my notes. The Fed is expected to raise interest rates. 25 basis points. The intrigue for the market will lay in what they say about the projections going forward. What they see as a median estimate for rate hikes this year. Will it be three? Or will it be dun, dun, dun? Oh, no! Four! I know you're saying there's that much angst between three and four? Yes, there's that much angst. Rising interest rates are a headwind. At time for the stock market, which has been playing with full valuations already. And then we get into the, the headlines. Trump's cabinet. How many will be there next week? Then we get into the headlines of, you know, uh, people email me and, and say things like, I, I think the big orange-haired dude is going to ruin the economy. And then you get into the headlines where you're like, Europe wants to charge big tax, big tech companies 3% taxes. Think about that for a second. How much of Europe's GDP, I mean, look at your own family. How much of your family's bills are going to support the Apple or the iPhone uh, and smartphone habit? It's kind of mind-blowing. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. We talk about the big stories of the day, or we can talk about some of the big ideas to getting you to retirement. Max, not that 401k. Um, kind of interesting how we continue to see this again and again and again. Um, but Walmart is in the news today. Handy's workers are going to install the TV that you bought from Walmart. I don't know how I feel about this. 
the service is basically in 45 states. And it's going to have Handy's help in putting together TVs and furniture. So Walmart shoppers can buy the option to check out and schedule an appointment with Handy from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. Retail's being pushed to deliver better customer service. And when I first heard things like, you know, Ikea buying TaskRabbit and knowing people that have used Ikea furniture, I get it. I get it. You can find me online at robloxshow.com. That's robloxshow.com. Twitter, robloxshow. YouTube, robloxshow. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Joining me now to talk a little estate planning, certified estate planning attorney, Bob Bergman. How are you, Mr. Bergman? I'm doing just fine, Rob. How are you this morning? I'm doing well. Now, you have a website that people can find you at lawbob.com. It's lawbob.com. You've been practicing estate planning for 38 plus years. So you've been around and you can be found. So tell us a little bit about who you are. Who is Bob Well, um, I, I've lived in the southern San Francisco Bay Area here in the Santa Clara County since 1968 when my dad retired from the Air Force and moved the family out here. So I've lived down here uh, since 68 and uh, went to local colleges like De Anza and San Jose State, Santa Clara Law School, and uh, got admitted to the bar in 1980, and I've been practicing pretty much here in the Valley since that time, mostly doing estate planning, which is all I do now. Gotcha. Now, what you do is obviously estate planning. Estate planning, I look at it as it's going to be different for every person because we're all different, but um, you know, what do you want to leave your kids? How do you want to live your life? What do you want your latter years to look like? Um, do you want to leave a legacy? Do you want to leave money for your college? Do you not want to leave? Do you want to bounce checks? Uh, tell us what you think estate planning is. Well, to me, the, probably the focus of estate planning is planning to have things able to be cared for should you become disabled at some point in, in your future without going into the court system, and then planning for the orderly transfer of family wealth to uh, whomever they wish it to go to, when they want it to go there, and the, and, the, and the manner in which they want it to go there, whether it's going to be distributed outright or whether it's going to be put in some kind of an asset-protected form, such as a, a lifetime trust that can protect the inheritance from all the vagaries of life that could come against someone, um, both intentional and unintentional. So... How do you go about your day um, as an estate planning attorney? Um, do you wait for the phone to ring? Is it a lot of referrals? Is it a lot of people coming from your website? I know you're going to start up a show here on KDOW AM 1220 and, and promote a little bit that direction. But what does your typical day look like? I would say probably my typical day um, involves, first of all, responding to to any emails that have come in overnight, because it's amazing. I get a lot of people that actually will send me questions or or, uh, inquiries, and for them, it's like 10 or 11 at night, and I'm already in bed, hopefully sound asleep. Um, I do a, a lot of promotion of live seminars in my office 
which I, uh, I have an email list, and people are welcome to go to my website and ask to be put on that list to know when upcoming seminars are. So I do seminars uh, in my office. I do seminars in the community. I, I advertise uh, some now and then on Facebook and uh, Avo, which is a, a lawyer's website, avvo.com. Probably the biggest thing I've done is is I put my Living Trust Seminar up on YouTube a few years back, and about a year and a half ago it went viral. So now an older version of my seminar has about 43,000 views on YouTube, which I think is pretty good for just some some estate planning lawyer in San Jose who doesn't have a national platform. <laughs> So um, I, I communicate with my clients, I communicate with financial advisors, and sometimes I have no idea how people find me. I'll ask them and they say, oh, uh, the Internet, which could mean any one of, of a half a dozen different channels that people found me, because people tend to not remember where they found you. They just know they did a, a search of some kind and you came up and then they contact you. So if I knew the, the magic to how people find me and decide to come in and see me, I would probably practice that magic every day. <laughs> but um, as I found in this modern era, I mean, I grew up in, in the time with a practice where it was yellow page advertising, and that was pretty much it. And now um, it's so wide and varied that it's really hard to say how people find you anymore. I do know that I've had a website for approaching 20 years now, which makes me um, kind of, um, you know, founding of the nation kind of thing when we're talking about the Internet. So that I think that has a lot to do with it. I've been out there a long time, and, and um, I have a, a very established presence on the web, and I think that helps a lot. So what time is your show going to be on, K- AM 1220, KDOW, and will you take calls on the show? Well, uh, my premiere show, probably my first couple of shows, um, are going to be actually laid down in the studio. Uh, my premiere show is this coming Friday, the 23rd, at 2 o'clock. It's a one-hour show, so it'll be from 2 to 3. And uh, probably the first couple shows, maybe three shows, will be pre-recorded. But I have set up now in my office the ability to to conduct uh, live shows from my office or from the studio so I can actually take calls on the air. My goal in the future is to take calls at least for a segment or two of the show and then also to bring in specialists within my specialty of estate planning to talk about topics like elder law, uh, medical planning, maybe talk about guardianship and conservatorship, uh, which are things that I know about but I don't actually practice internally in my practice, and then also bring in <clears throat> people from related industries. So the, the goal is to provide uh, a lot of useful information and the occasional entertaining story. Um, but but mainly to provide information for people so that they don't have to try and navigate this area of estate planning relying on random things that they find on the Internet, which I, I will say there's a lot of misinformation out there about what estate planning is, what trusts can do and not do for you, um, all those kinds of things. So my goal is basically to educate and entertain. Uh, I originally was going to be a high school history teacher, 
until I realized that didn't make sense for me with the way they wanted to have teachers teach children back when I was in college. And I shifted to my my second goal, which was to become an attorney. And now as an attorney, I get to teach and educate and entertain um, as an attorney as well, which is why I do the seminars. Thanks very much. Good luck on the show. We'll talk to you soon and come back when you can. It's Bob Bergman. You can find him at lawbob.com. It's lawbob.com. He's been an estate planning attorney, and estate planning attorneys have great stories because they've kind of seen it all. Uh, and what people have accumulated in life, was it too much, was it too little? Did it last long enough? Did it not last nearly long enough? Which is kind of a bummer. More uh, would it last till the end of the world? So a lot of different solutions for a lot of different people. You can find him at lawbob.com, lawbob.com, and hear him on AM 1220 KDOW on Fridays. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Dairy Queen's offering a freebie. Woohoo! You can get two frozen freebies tomorrow. So the official start of spring, March 20th. With some uh, free cones. Free Dairy Queen uh, vanilla soft serve cones. With that signature curl on top. I don't even know why, but who doesn't like free ice cream, right? That's got to be a story. So the Justice League... Could have resolved the battle between AT&T and Time Warner and the Justice Department long before the Justice Department's going to solve it. But Time Warner and... They've got DC Comics, they've got Batman, they've got Superman, they've got Wonder Woman, they've got HBO, they've got Game of Thrones, they've got Westworld. So there's a big throwdown with the Trump administration because they also have CNN. And CNN's not the president's favorite uh, news network. So the nation's largest telecom company, AT&T, which counts about a third of Americans as its wireless customers, is trying to convince the Justice Department that buying Time Warner will help consumers. Now, when you have content and you also have the pipes, you have the roads and you've got the cars that drive through them, That's you're pretty dominant. That's why the stakes are high. So we're going to kind of start to see this week, next week, as the weeks play out, what sort of presidency, what sort of cabinet, what sort of regulatory environment the president's kind of gauging as okay. Stakes are high right now. Consumers can follow along with the case. Because of how much information out, is out there. And we all remember AT&T. And how powerful they got. And how they had to separate all their baby bells. To do local phone service to compete with long distance service. And then you look now and you look at long distance. And you go, what, when did this happen? Because you look at Amazon and Netflix. And you go, man, these guys are powerful. So, we'll see. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton. Get a little financial planning perspective in the show. Add a little color to it on top of what we've already done. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. You can find CFP Chad Burton at newfocusfinancial.com. Let me know, CFP Chad Burton. Mr. Burton, got an email for you. 
It comes from a man named Wayne. We have five grandkids. I'd like to set up a routine way to begin setting aside funds for them on a monthly basis. What suggestions do you have? Um, well, first of all, what does he want to use the funds for? If it's for education um, and they're wealthy, one of the best ways to do that is a 529 plan. Okay. So Talk to the parents. Yeah. Well, no, the grandparents can set it up for the kid. Okay. Um, it's still, it could still show up for financial aid, but it usually ends up better if the grandparents own it than the parents. Interesting. Um, and usually if you set that up, you want to calculate it so that the grandparents are using the 529 plans to pay for the later years of college so it doesn't mess up financial aid in the early years. But with that said, there's three good no-load options. Um, there's Utah, Nevada, and Alaska are my favorite no-load 529 plan options. California's is actually better now, too, that TACREF took it over. And a lot of people think of TACREF as an annuity company. This yeah. isn't an annuity. Um, so it's an actual no-load product. Um, they bought Nuveen Investments, by the way. So they're getting into the ETF world, closed-end fund world. Um, anyway, so the, what's great about that is it, as long as it's used for secondary education, there's some overseas colleges and some, um, what do you call it, secondary education that's not college options, like um, I don't know, some culinary things, things like that. You can find about 529 plans at uh, savingforcollege.com. Um, and what's great about it is if you have a large estate, as long as it's been five years since you set up the 529 plan, it's out of your estate for estate tax purposes. Okay. So not only is it tax-free growth in no-load funds as long as you use it for education, secondary education, but if you pass away and you have a huge estate, if some of your assets would typically get taxed at 35% plus on the estate tax bracket, the 529 plans won't count against that. And you can get five years' worth of gifting at once. So you can actually get a lot of money out of your estate, but yet still control it. So if the kid becomes a punk, um, doesn't go to college, does drugs or whatever, you can change to different grandkid. You can uh, pull the money back into your state if you some reason need it. You'll pay a 10% penalty in taxes on the growth, but uh, you can still control it. So it's, very, it's one of the very few estate planning tools, one of the only ones, that you can get it out of your estate but still have complete control of it. He had another question inside of it, 529, so you kind of yeah. answered that. UTMA is the other way to do it. Does anyone still use UTMAs? Yeah, I have one for each of my kids. For Why? their Well, it's it's to teach them. So if they want, they get involved in saving, and they're able to electronically transfer from their bank account to their TD Ameritrade account. And we, I have them actually go in and make the trade for buying the ETFs that they want to buy. And so it's their money. I tell them that you know, stock market money is not. My younger ones have trouble understanding. This. So what am I going to get this year? I talk to them about dividends. And so what? How much am I going to get this year from it? And you have to go through the market's positive 70% of the time. You will get dividends. You want to reinvest those. Stock market money is five-year-plus money. It's not tomorrow money. It's saving for your car. It's saving for your first house. And it allows them to log on, see how that works, see things grow or change in value. You know, Have them log in once a month, not every day, because you don't want them to get in the idea of that investments are a daily issue. But UTMA accounts, it'll, it'll give them a handle on their savings. It becomes theirs at 18 to 21, depending on the state. How about for this grandfather who's trying to save for his kids 529 or for ETFs? Mm-hmm. How about, does he get anything out of it? Can he get tax savings for himself? No. no. Um, certain states, like Oregon, okay. 529 plan contributions have state tax deductions. Um, but no, in fact, if you set up a UTMA until the kid's a certain age, you're going to get taxed on it. So it's it's there's not really a tax savings vehicle for it. Um, a lot of times, though, Rob, if a grandparent wants to set up only like 50 bucks a month in systematic savings, 
don't do a brokerage account, just go to one of the no-load fund companies and set up a mutual fund contribution, like a T. Rowe Price, a Vanguard, whatever, because then you can do it right out of your checking account. It goes into the mutual fund, and there's no trading. There's no physical act of having to go on and trade okay. like a brokerage account. So if you want to keep things really simple, and you're not going to have the kid going on making the trade, just go, that's when no-load index funds make more sense. Or can, no you, load can your oldest son yet sell orange juice futures? Not yet. That's a good one. I'll have to give that a shot. You should. Bye, bye, bye. Sell, sell, sell. And teach him to check Florida weather, right? And Absolutely. Do based on that. And hurricanes and freezes. Yeah. With that said, that's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. So the tariff plan continues to be in the news, as does data and protection of data. This is your digital life. There's an app out there called This Is Your Digital Life that prompted users to answer questions for a psychological profile that was then shared on with Cambridge Analytica. Facebook has denied any data breach, but they're in the news for this. Cambridge Analytica worked on Facebook ads for President Donald Trump during the 2016 election. It was initially funded by conservative billionaire Rob Mercer and led by former Trump advisor Steve Bannon. A whistleblower came out and played a role in getting data from Facebook users. Showed how the whole thing happened. Um, this is in newspapers now, and it's a story. Will it stick, or is our president made out of Teflon? Will it stick to Facebook, or are they made out of Teflon? Facebook said all the parties that had received the data said it had been destroyed, although the company said it had received reports that not all the data was actually deleted. So I don't know what to make of this, but at what point in time, and this happened to me, there was a point in time where I was like, you know, I'm suddenly not very comfortable giving all my information to a company, and it does kind of bother me. Just the older I get, um, I know, kind of crazy, right? How we kind of, I don't want to say justify these, but play these up. Since last November, pretty much so. All the waking hours in the Wall Street have been taken up by, you know, paying attention to what's happening in tech and the new year and how investing is going to play out. And it's been a fun year so far on some levels. Um, I think the biggest story so far that kind of got a lot of attention but didn't get enough was Broadcom's $117 billion offer for Qualcomm. And it was out there for the longest time, and it took President Donald Trump to say, uh-uh, we're not going to let the Chinese companies buy American companies and get our technology. Um, and that's kind of starting to shape the tariffs and starting to shape some trade war conversations. Um, so you kind of see how um, truly indeed it can be kind of intriguing to see how tech stocks play out in Washington. And then you get you know Qualcomm's founder, um, and the whole company being in San Diego, very Republican part of California. So that's out there. Big story out there that Apple wants to create their own screens. And obviously any company that makes screens for Apple right now goes, but, but, but does that mean you're going to break up with us? Of course, Apple's going to be like, oh, no, 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 no. We're just testing. We're just testing. Oh, they're going to break up with you. <laughs> so... A lot of the OLED and micro OLED screens uh, companies are starting to take a little bit of hit. 
I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, rumors, retirement, and much, much more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. What's the right price point for a phone? Is it $200? Is it free if you get a data plan? Is it $1,000? Do you and your sugar booger want to have a phone each? Hmm, maybe I can go into the... Uh, carrier, the wireless service provider, and say, hey, I'll take two X phones, iPhone Xs, for the price of one. Buy one, get one free. And you see the promotion stopped a week or two later. It wasn't doing that well. There's a lot of data points out there right now that Apple is not doing well. It's fair. What's too expensive on a phone? The next question is, how do you want to own a stock or a company, or are you basically saying, I'm only in it when the high end's in it? Or do you see some value in some of the other components versus the high-end phones? So the iPhone 10 has come, and it's going. What's the next big event for Apple? A lot of people continue to say, still say services. I got this hot and sexy photo of me when I was 35, and now 10 years later, I want it saved forever and ever and ever. I can put it on my computer, I can leave it on my phone, wait for it to get stolen or broken. Or I can put it up in the cloud. Who gets it? Does Google get it? Does Apple get it? So Apple, big story right now. As an investor, you need to decide. One of the stories that I saw that was out there that I thought was compelling and interesting was Walmart. Um, again, the whole... You saw that Claire stores went bankrupt, and I don't... I've probably never been in a Claire store because I don't go to malls to buy jewelry, but it's a mall jewelry chain and they're filing Chapter 11 bankruptcy. This is a sign of no good. Um, Again, it's showing you that struggling malls due to online competition continue to be a story and how nimble are the physical competitors they have it over at one point in time was a problem for internet the fact that you know you'd be like i want to see that diamond ring before i buy that diamond ring i want to wear these jeans before i buy these jeans but i think we're kind of we've broken that wall of we'll buy anything on the internet can't buy me love swipe right oh you can buy love on the internet walmart doesn't want to sell tvs and furniture they also want to put them together for you because it goes back to that Claire's store, which goes back to the Toys R Us store, which goes back to like the Macy's and the Sears and the JCPenney's and all the struggling retailers. How can Walmart get your business and keep your business? Well, they think that by hiring a company with a deal for on-demand online services, Handy.com, which will allow shoppers to hire helpers at 2,000 of its stores nationwide to mount a TV on their wall or assemble a bookcase, um, that starts to get kind of interesting. You know, Ikea bought TaskRabbit, and I love the idea of, of paying a retailer X amount of dollars, and they can come and mount it on my wall. I don't want to mount it on said wall. I'm going to put a hole in wall, and then I'm going to curse. And then Sugar Booger can hand me a drill. I'm going to curse at her, and she's going to run off the back room and cry. And then Son's going to hand me a, a hammer. I'm going to curse at him because I just knocked a hole through the TV. And now the TV's broken. The wall's broken. Everything's broken. My life is broken. 
So would I hire someone from Handy? I would, but you know my first fear that comes up? What if it's a slacker who who smokes a lot of weed and eats a lot of uh, Doritos and comes to my house and I'm like, all right, all hey, bro. All right. I say, hey, bro. And he goes, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. I'm like, hey, bro. Can you put my TV on my wall for me? And he goes, yeah, man, I can do it. Ha, 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 no problem. And then he can't do it. So are these handy workers going to be trained in putting together bookshelves and putting together furniture on walls? It's a good question. So, and that's kind of a what happens with word of mouth kind of answer, right? Um, I think that's kind of what you would be looking for. I could be wrong. So... 800-516-1220 to get your calls all in the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Uh, large retailers are urging Trump not to hit China with tariffs. Uh, I think we're all a little afraid of that. What could derail our economy? Like It's like, no, 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 don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. It's like almost like a horror movie, though, too. Where you, know, you see the young, cocky wrestler in high school who just made out with beautiful girl who has a crush on him and she goes to the lake to swim in the lake and kind of cool down and young cocky wrestler goes to the tool shed and you're like oh no is he he in the tool shed or is he in the lake and you, you see the guy pick a soda and then you see the hockey mask right behind it but he doesn't notice that's kind of what we're feeling like with Trump in the economy right now and Trump in the stock market. It's like, please, 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 please don't go by the Chinese. No, 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 hold your breath. No, 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 sweet. We got through that one. We had to make the move and we decided to make the move. So there's a lot of fear. I get emails at least, I would say, four a week of people thinking, I want out of this market because Trump's going to eventually ruin this market. But they also go, I'm glad I was in it last year. Um, Be careful, is my advice. Um, Don't let a president dictate 100% of your investment decisions. So, Facebook's lagging today. Um, Facebook's having some problems. And how they respond to these problems is going to be, I think, very interesting. So... Uh, they've got a lot of data problems. They've got a lot of confidence problems. But in the end, they're going to have to have a leadership step up to the plate and say, we got this. So otherwise, it's going to do some long-term damage to their credibility as far as does management have it. Facebook's down 6% today. First buying opportunity in a long time or is the beginning and the end? You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.